welcome to the Joyfully Nourished Life podcast. This podcast is for women who are ready to experience a life free from dieting, weight cycling, and food restriction in order to live out their God-given purpose. We'll learn how to embrace authentic health like you never have before. Join founder and host, Julia Noel, registered dietitian and diabetes educator, to discover your unique version of the Joyfully Nourished Life today. Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Joyfully Nourished Life podcast. I am so glad that you are here and listening on whatever day of the week uh, you have landed on this podcast. Um, Full disclosure, I am recording this podcast without any script this time. I have been wanting to kind of focus on being a little bit more authentic and unscripted on this podcast. Um, I think the first five episodes, I just felt more comfortable being able to kind of refer to my notes and things that I was writing about um, for the topic that I discussed on those podcasts. But right now, and and here on out, I think I'm going to just kind of, you know, wing it (laughs) and kind of be able to speak to you all from a very authentic place um, and not necessarily sound scripted at all um, in going through the topic of the day. So I hope that it comes out a bit more uh, authentic, but also just more real. Um, anyone that knows me personally that's lis- listening to this podcast, you probably can tell um, how I speak now is a lot closer to what I actually sound like in real life. And so, yeah, I just want to be a little bit more personal, personable more authentic on these episodes. And um, yeah, uh, hopefully this will go well and I won't have a a ton of edits to do. But uh, this topic for um, the sixth podcast I'm really excited about. And I kind of titled it a little bit differently uh, compared to some of the other podcast episodes I've done so far. Uh, And this one is called Creator versus Creation. Whose voice are you going to trust? And the overarching theme in terms of the intuitive eating topic is um, principle number four, which is to challenge the food police. And I'll dive in a little bit more into kind of what that means. And if you are unfamiliar with intuitive eating, what that means for you um, and how it can be applied to a faith focused perspective, which is really what this whole platform, The Joyfully Nourished Life, is about. And so anyway, just to kind of get started, um, I want to talk about what it means to understand that our voices that we hear, whether they're inner voices or outside voices, external voices of people, social media, so on, how to discern where that voice is coming from and who it is that's speaking. And so I want to emphasize first and foremost that as as followers of Christ, as Christians, we must read the word of God in order to know what God's voice sounds like. And so that's where that creator versus creation concept in the title comes from. I, I want to make abundantly clear that um, we as people of God need to be better about understanding what God's voice 
tells us and when it's not his voice and when it is um, creation, whether it's ourselves or outside voices that are trying to speak into our spirits and into our hearts and minds. Um, and I, I want to make that distinction clear during this podcast podcast episode so that you all can take it and be able to recognize that it's a tool for being able to challenge the food police. Um, the word of God is, it's active, it's, it's relevant, um, it is sharper than any two-edged sword. It is, it is for real. And one of the things that I have learned just throughout my um, teenage years and young adulthood is that if we don't read the word of God, we will be lost in terms of understanding what God's will is, not just for our lives, but for just the entirety of what he has created, his plan, his um, sovereignty, and all of which is involved in uh, our lives from day to day. And so I want to start with a couple of scriptures um, just to kind of make sure that we're on the same page in terms of understanding, okay, what does the voice of the Lord say about us, about things like our relationship with food in our bodies and, and how we should interact with them. So uh, there's a scripture that I kind of came across um, several months ago as I was writing podcast um, episodes previously and also as I was working on um, some blogs on my website. And that scripture is 1 Timothy 4, 4 through 5. For everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. This is such a key verse in this topic because it helps us to recognize that when it comes to how we engage with food, engage with our bodies, we need to come at it from a standpoint of everything God created is good. This is a New Testament verse. We are a New Testament generation that has the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ that is our salvation and our hope. And everything that was needed to be achieved in terms of our reconciliation with the Lord was fulfilled in Christ. And now we can walk in this freedom and knowing that everything God created is good. We are no longer in the Old Testament day where so many things had to be restricted in terms of foods, laws, um, customs. We, we are not in that same realm. Now, Yes, those were Jewish laws. I understand that. But I also want to make a point of saying that that was what God commanded. That was his instruction to the people of Israel. Those were his people. And so with Christ, we are now grafted in to the body of Christ. We are God's people. And so the references in the New Testament are applicable to our everyday. And it has to be recognized in context appropriately. So this scripture is so key because when we encounter situations that tell us that we have to restrict ourselves because of uh, a certain type of food, 
um, or we have to be aware of um, what a food might do to our weight or if we feel like um, there's a voice that's telling us that we're not good enough until we lose weight. Those voices are not biblical. Those are not the voice of our creator. They are the voice of creation, which has sprouted lies about dieting, about our culture, about doing things according to quote unquote um, the right way to be healthy or the right way to live. And so I just want to make a point of helping everyone that's listening recognize that we live in a society that is going to have a lot of judgmental um, and unfortunate uh, voices that don't help. They don't help us. Um, And it is our responsibility as people of God to be able to discern when something is truly the voice of God and when something is not his voice. Um, So in order to kind of get a move on with that, I want to make sure that we also talk about um, what the voice of diet culture sounds like. And the challenge the food police uh, principle is really getting down to the nitty gritty of, okay, how and what does diet culture try to do um, in order to control how we think about food in our bodies. And the voice of the food police is one of the most prevalent challenges that we have to overcome if we want to get to a place where we are trusting God with our unique bodies rather than trusting the rules and the judgments of diet culture. And so one of the keys to being able to, to recognize this voice is to, to ask yourself, okay, is this, is this voice coming from a place of guilt and shame, or is it coming from a place of peace and acceptance? Um, so I think it's important to realize that, hey, there are going to be situations where, yeah, we need to show some restraint um, in terms of our behavior, in terms of our eating, in terms of potentially our bodies. And what I don't want to to say is that, oh, intuitive eating is about just letting go and doing whatever you feel like it. That is not the intent of intuitive eating. Um, and it is also very unbiblical. What I do want to emphasize is that there are going to be types of boundaries that are healthy, and there are going to be types of boundaries that are unhealthy and possibly even harmful. So for example, um, if you hear something in your head that tells you, oh, you had a cookie earlier today, um, you'd better leave that cupcake alone because you don't deserve to eat it. Where is that voice coming from? Is it coming from a place where you feel like, oh, that's a healthy boundary that I need to maintain? Or do you feel like it's coming from a place of, that is a judgmental, um, overly restrictive, demanding uh, voice that is not serving me um, and that is not in alignment with my values. And rather than just saying straight up, like, 
that's the voice of the food police, you need to run or you need to kind of reject that immediately. What I do want to emphasize though is if you are able to recognize that you are actually going to enjoy the experience of having something like a cupcake because you are celebrating or you are um, hungry and maybe the next time you're going to get to eat something is several hours from now or you are just genuinely interested in having a taste. Um, those are all very natural, normal, <laughs> biological, and understandable circumstances. If the reasoning for your thought and that inner voice is, oh, you are too big, or you are too unhealthy, or you are um, going to regret having this food later, because it's going to be too many calories. Those are all very judgmental statements. I hope that makes sense. Um, so I think it's just important to start from a place of recognition that the voice of God is not going to be this heavy, accusatory, negative voice. His voice is going to sound so much more nurturing and firm, but rooted in truth um, and righteousness, because that is who he is, and love, because that is who he is. There may be some conviction involved with it, because the Holy Spirit living in us is going to, to allow us to feel that conviction, um, especially when we go beyond boundaries that maybe we're supposed to be part of that situation. But the voice is not going to tell us, oh, you are going to suffer and this is what's going to happen to you. And it's going to be this unrealistic thing <laughs> that this voice is telling you like, oh, you're going to gain 10 pounds tomorrow or, oh, you are fat and you are going to get diabetes in you know a matter of weeks. Things like that are going to be just absolutely terrible. Um, voices. <laughs> and they're not the sorts of voices that we should listen to. Okay, moving on, I want to talk a little bit about the importance of realizing when it's time to pray about these inner and outer voices. I think we get to a place in our, our society today where we begin to think that food has morality and we get to a place where we think that we have to believe that there are good foods and there are bad foods and that there are good types of bodies and then there are bad types of bodies. But again, going back to 1 Timothy 4, 4 through 5, everything God made is good everything he made. We can accept it and receive it with thanksgiving and with prayer according to his word. If we are stuck in a cycle of believing that we will be good or bad for eating a certain way, we need to recognize that that is the voice of the food police. Um, and I think it's so key to combat that voice by getting into the word of God and really 
getting clear about what it is that the Word of God says. Uh, another scripture that I want to refer to is Romans 14, 2 through 3. One man's faith allows him to eat everything, but another man whose faith is weak only eats vegetables. The man who eats everything must not look down on him who does not, and the man who does not eat everything must not condemn the man who does, for God has accepted him. In this scripture, it's identifying weakness as having food restriction due to in this situation, religious beliefs um, and customs in their culture, and strength as not having any food restrictions or any issues with eating a variety of foods back in that day. The reason that I believe the scripture is so important is that the Apostle Paul is making a point. God accepts them both. Now, does that mean that if you choose to you know, follow a vegetarian eating pattern, um, that you are wrong, or if you decide to not follow any particular eating pattern but are very flexible in what you eat throughout the day and kind of adopt more of a liberal diet, does that mean that you are wrong? No, it means that in both ways, there are going to be strengths and weaknesses. And it's important to recognize that God still loves and accepts and honors both because if they are acting in accordance to what their convictions are and what the Holy Spirit in them has shown them, then that's what's right for them. Intuitive eating is about getting to a place where you can do what is in alignment with how God created your unique body and you can eat and enjoy food and live and move and experience life without feeling like you have this dark cloud of restriction and body dissatisfaction looming over you and that the only way you can be a better person or be a healthy person is to constantly be wrestling with your body or constantly be fighting with food. This is a, a really key concept um, in challenging the food police because we are able to see that, hey, there are outside voices that are going to try to tell us what to do and how to live and how to eat and how to be. Um, but those voices are not the voice of God. And therefore, they have no authority over us. And so we can get to a place as believers in Christ that we realize that God has accepted us, even here and now, regardless of what our situation is, regardless of what our health status is, regardless of what our race is, regardless of what our eating patterns are, regardless of how our body looks and functions, we are accepted. And so when that is the underpinning of everything, and we have the knowledge that we have been saved and redeemed by Christ, and we know it with our hearts and we live out day to day that new life that we have been given, we have the freedom to enjoy and eat what God has made because he said it's good. Challenging the food police, though, is still difficult. Um, and I want to acknowledge that. Um, here are some key things that you can do. Uh, get to a place where you can pray 
and ask the Lord to speak into your spirit through his word what is right for you in terms of how you eat and drink and move. Um, There are going to be times when, yeah, you feel a bit of conviction about those things. And there are going to be times when you feel a sense of peace about it because it's going to be helpful to ask him what's right and what's not right for you. But that doesn't mean that just because it's right for you, that it's wrong or right for somebody else. Um, Another thing to kind of be aware of and to make sure we are doing is to allow ourselves to get to a place where we can have a neutral rebuttal to whatever that inner voice or external voice of the food police is saying. So, for example, let's go back to the the cookie cupcake scenario (laughs) because I've definitely had a day where I've had both a cookie and a cupcake and you know what it's okay maybe in the moment it did not always feel good Um, but I want to make a point in saying this what is the neutral response to that voice that tells us hey you've had a cookie earlier today you better leave that cupcake alone a neutral response could be you know what this cupcake might actually pair well with my lunch. I needed something sweet anyway to kind of help me enjoy my lunch a bit more so that I'm not coming back to the break room or to the kitchen to get that cupcake because that's really what I wanted in the first place. And perhaps eating it with my lunch may help to digest it better and for me to feel less of a sugar rush because I've eaten it with other nutrients that help to digest it a bit more slowly, like protein or fiber or some fats that are incorporated into that meal. So that's a neutral response. Just recognizing like, you know what, this might, this might work well with what I have to eat. Has nothing to do with the actual morality of the food or with the morality of the choice. Another neutral response could be, you know what, I don't really have a taste for a cupcake right now. I just don't want something that rich or that um, sweet and kind of buttery. (laughs) Um, Can you tell I like cupcakes? I don't really want to eat that. And maybe if I want it later, I can come back to it. And it's this neutral recognition that you can choose either way and that neither choice is going to be good or bad. It is just a choice and that you are no longer letting that voice dictate to you what is good and what is bad in that situation. Um, Another thing that can be really helpful is to talk to a dietitian who can help you to work out um, a non-diet approach to healthy lifestyle change. I am a registered dietitian who champions um, a faith-based approach to intuitive eating. So, hey, you can message me. I have um, my email always in the show notes of these podcast episodes. And I also uh, am available on Instagram and Facebook and pretty much um, those main two platforms in order to help make sure that you guys know you can talk to somebody who knows the evidence the research behind these things, behind nutrition, and 
how to individualize it to your lifestyle and your needs. Um, there are tons and tons of anti-dieting dietitians on social media. There are tons and tons of people. So if I'm not the best fit for you, you don't necessarily have to talk to me, but just know that there are ways that you can reach out to someone who is going to be qualified to work through all of this with you without you feeling like you're alone and having to make decisions about your health and nutrition that you're not sure how to make. Um, I, I do generally suggest that if you're going to have a conversation with your doctor about these things, um, that you come at it from a standpoint of, hey, I am the type of person who doesn't necessarily like to discuss my weight in terms of health. I am the type of person who likes to focus on actionable behaviors that don't require me to restrict or go on diets, but that focus on what to add or focus on what to do. Chances are that doctor's probably going to try to work with you um, if they're really a good doctor, or if they have uh, an opportunity to refer you to a dietitian, um, they may do that as well. And so you can even bring up like, hey, is there a dietitian that you recommend I work with in terms of this issue that may be covered with my insurance or that may be within um, you know, a certain local area so that I can be focused on doing what's right for my unique body and not necessarily getting a whole bunch of rote, unindividualized information. So anyway, all that to say, I hope you guys have liked this podcast. This is very informal. <laughs> Clearly, I was unscripted. I was just kind of sharing a little bit about the things that I've been thinking about in terms of challenging the food police and how to recognize the difference between the voice of our, our Savior, our Lord and Creator, and food police, diet culture, and all of the mumbo jumbo that we end up hearing, um, sometimes in our inner voice that tries to dictate to us, especially if we've had a history of dieting, um, or out in our culture, just surrounding, and sometimes even amongst our family and friends, things that can be said that maybe aren't initially meant to harm, but they can be harmful because they are coming from someone who maybe doesn't have the ability to have that sensitivity um, and to recognize the effect of their words. So I hope you all have a great day, night, weekend, wherever you are. Um, feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions about this topic. And I look forward to getting to speak with you in the next podcast episode in about a month. Thanks and goodbye.